All right, so you think it might be time to re-enter the atmosphere, exit this syndication, and uh, pay off your investors, get them all happy and satisfied, and bring them into your next deal. But how do you decide whether or not it, it really is time to exit? I mean, the reality is you're never going to know if you made the best possible call on time, but you know, you did a good job. So how do you really figure out, is this time and how do you make a case for the investor so that they understand uh, that decision on whether it is time to exit or not? So when it's time to sell, now part of it is going to be, you're going to be making this decision based on your knowledge as an expert and the syndicator, right? You're going to be deciding whether you think it makes sense or not. All along, you've been keeping track of the property. You've been watching, you've been managing the asset. You may or may not have been managing the property as a property manager, but you've been looking into it and you've been doing everything that you need to do. You also have been looking at the market and the external market to see where you think it fits in in that market and whether or not it makes sense to you, you know, just intuitively, does it feel like it's time to sell? The other piece of it that may or may not control it is things like, well, I have a loan coming due, may or may not influence that decision, right? And when you put this, in, this deal together in the very beginning, you had told the investors that you were anticipating a hold period of some number of years. So maybe it was five years, maybe it was seven years. I've even done 18 years. That deal's still going on, but I, there's some number of years that you've put together this, this uh, deal. Now, you've got a, uh, so you've got multiple things going on. You want to be consistent with what you told the investors, but at the same time, you have a duty to convey information to them. You told them this hold period was just anticipated and depending on market conditions, it may be longer or shorter. So you have a general idea. So let's go to an actual calculation about how you would decide. And that will also inform us on how we need to have a communication with our investors in order to do that. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, there we go. All right, so I just put some simple numbers together to do just a very, very simple deal uh, so that way it made sense. So right now in year five, our NOI is $180,000. Our financing on our first five years was at 4.5% uh, and our loan to value was 50%. So that made it that over the course of, for the year that we were paying $83,000 in finance cost, leaving us a cash flow at year five of $96,625. That you actually see down here in this part of the calculation. What I did is I built a T-bar, right? So I built cash flows and this is uh, accumulating uh, an NOI at about 2% per year. Uh, I just wanted to do something kind of simple. I just made up numbers that were somewhere around 2% to make it you know, interesting. So just 2% a year increases there. Now, um, we've got a, an anticipated sale at a six cap for $3 million. Uh, we have to pay our loan back. 
Uh, so our distributions is 1.7 million that goes back to the investors. Uh, and then we now have an IRR of 12.69%. Now I probably wouldn't do this deal, uh, but maybe it was super safe deal. I don't know. Um, so, but the idea is just to show us how the numbers look in order to make this deal. I probably wouldn't have done it at the outset if I thought I was going to get 12.69, but sometimes you'll do a syndication and you'll get less than, than you are anticipating anyway. So, um, we do a T-bar 12.69%. So what if instead of selling at year five, we just refied it? I mean, our, our principal has reduced, right? We now have a loan payoff amount from 1.25 uh, to 1.01. So we've had, uh, I'm sorry, 1.0, uh, I'm sorry, 1.1. So we've decreased that, that amount by approximately $25,000. I mean, $250,000 we've paid down on that loan. Nope, $150,000. Uh, and so where are we at in this portion? So now if we refight it, our new, let's say we could get a loan at 4% and the numbers here aren't important. This is just an example to show you how I'd go about thinking about it. Um, so at 4%, so also five year loan, uh, which means that we've got a financing cost of about $69,000. Uh, and then, uh, so our cash flow on this year is just is now more because our print our payout back down is down considerably and we're making a lot more money in the deal so now we're making hundred and ten thousand dollars in cash flow a year for distribution uh, that's reflected down below so um, now in our sales price I increased rents or I increased our NOI this time saying okay before we were doing it at about 2%, let me increase it at 3%. So at 3%, it's increasing our new price at a six cap, so we could still get a six cap, that's what we'd anticipate, is 3.5 million. All right, well, our cost of sale is uh, is higher because you know it's worth more. Our loan payment is considerably less because we paid down the principal. So now we have 2.4, million dollars to distribute. So that's up very considerably, isn't it? I mean, that's up three, um, that's up 70, uh, $700,000, um, a little bit less than $700,000 in or in to pay back our people. So this is a no brainer, right? Well, let's do the math and figure out if it is a no brainer, whether or not maybe this holding it doesn't make a lot of sense because we already told the investors it was going to be a five-year hold and so i got to go through kind of an extra step if i'm going to be saying well we really should hold this property for another five years is it worth it to them at that rate so here's how we do that so first we set the uh we set the negative number here we did the buy-in right so we put, uh, we put in, we bought the property for two and a, uh, two and a half million dollars and it was loan, the financing was a 50% loan to value. So here we are using this amount in order to do our buy-in. Now, why is that? Because here's the amount that we were distributing. Oh, and I actually made a mistake there. It's not that amount. So this is actually going to be even worse, or maybe it won't be worse, equals, 
Mm -mm. Okay. All right, so now it's a little bit better, and then we'll have to just make a decision. So uh, now see what happened there. I was using this amount. This amount has the amount from our cash flow and our distribution. I just put in an equal sign, and so I made a little typo there. So that can happen, and that's why we always check our work. And so the buy-in here is, well, in exchange for not selling the property, you know, I'm basically buying the property for this amount that I would distribute it for. Now, I've got uh, my distributions, as we talked about, and how it happens, and then our sales price, and then plus our distribution amount. Now, this, we have an estimated IRR of 13.43%. So, 13.4%. So, but we have to hold this property for another five years. So do I think that it is in the best interest to get that, you know, is, is it worth my money to buy an investment for five years and get an IRR of 13.4%? Well, you know your investors better. Sometimes they're just happy to keep going and staying with you. Sometimes, because now they're going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to pay taxes on that money probably. Maybe it's more worth it for them to just stay in a little longer and get that increased IRR. You know, now they're going to be making 13.4% on their money. Now, why is it 13.4? Uh, because again, we're basing it on, it's as if you were, sell, you were trading the money that you would have in order to stay in the deal. So that's why. So in this case, I don't know. You'd know your investors better. If they were just generally kind of unhappy with the amount that they were getting, then it's time to cut bait and run and be done with it. But if they are interested in staying on, maybe it's something that um, if they're really happy with a 12.6%, well, they're going to be happier with a 13%. And unless some of them have very severe liquidity issues that they need to get some cash, maybe they're just happy staying in it. But that's the process that we go through when we're analyzing whether it's a good time to sell or a bad time to sell. It's also the same process we look at whether it's time to make create a capital event like selling off the cell tower and seeing how would those cash flows play out? Is it giving them more money in a good way or not? And then we also have to be thinking about it in the framework of taxes because your investors are gonna be paying taxes unless it's in some sort of tax-protected account, like a self-directed IRA. So that is the process that we go through to make those determinations. Now, say that you decide, okay, it is time to sell, I wanna sell. That's what we talk about in the next module, is when it's time to sell, probably you will decide to do a vote. Now, you may not decide to do a vote if you designed your, your documents that way, you don't need to, but at some point you probably are going to need to do a vote anyway. And this next module is going to go through the process of exactly how we do voting.